G'day, you mob, and welcome back to the Pouch series that I am doing with my friends Greg and Jake from the podcast called The Pouch, all about Australian politics. In the next part of this series, we're going to be answering your questions related to Australian politics. So, guys, it's an advanced English series here where we are talking naturally, but it is a little bit difficult at times as there are three of us all having a bit of a laugh having a spontaneous conversation, and we talk over the top of each other, so don't get too stressed out. If you don't hear or understand every single word that we say, the whole point is to be a fly on the wall and practice your listening comprehension when multiple native speakers are having a spontaneous conversation, and at the same time, you're going to be learning about Australia and Australian politics. So, guys, without any further ado, tap the karawong and let's get into it. Well, that, that sort of dovetails well with, with some of these questions. The first one from Anand here is, does Australia have corruption politically? No. I, I'm, I mean, the short, <laughs> the short <laughs> answer is... No, oh, no, wait. No. We want, <laughs> I forget. Do we want to suit or not? I forget. <laughs> the short answer is that every, every political system has, um, has uh, around the world, you, yeah. you can't... You can't can't find a political system that doesn't have some level of corruption. Um, I would say that uh, the the types of corruption that we have, and and I to be to be very very clear, I don't really personally think of uh, pork barrelling as as corruption. Um, it's it's sort of, I mean, it is something that is done as almost a reward for voting for for someone, um, as much as it is a part of a formal program to deliver funds to much needed things. Well, you know, isn't that so, isn't that any time that any party gives money to anything in a certain seat, yeah. trying to get to get favour from from the voters? That's effectively that yeah. could be defined as bribery, right? But that's ultimately yeah. what, how the system works. They have to try and gain favour to get power. So you can't really avoid yeah. that when you're responsible for also giving out money and doing good things. But you have that sort of no, you, bias, right? You, you are right, but I mean, Conflict ultimately, any any government program should be equitable, and that's that's sort of what yes. it goes down to. So, anytime that it's not equitable, anytime that it preferences one group over another, um, you know, any in, in the example. So, um, I, I should probably differentiate. I don't necessarily think of pork barrelling in general as corruption, yes. but the, uh, the the pork barrelling that took place in the so-called sports rort scandal that's pretty overt. That's that's where <laughs> they they highly preferenced um, the uh, Liberal Party and National Party seats, yeah. um, electorates, uh, gave money to their their groups over, um, you know, areas that were uh, highly deserving and highly, uh, you know, needing of those those specific funds. Um, we do we do I'll, have a we do have a little history of of corruption in yeah. Australia, but it's not it's not sort of like it was. It, we have had a history in terms of um, you know ministers going to jail and all that sort of stuff and inquiries and things like that. Um, you know, there, there was uh, in the nineteen eighties in particular. So the Fitzgerald inquiry and the yeah, yeah. Western Australia. In- in uh, Royal Commission, anyway, yep. that was um, uh, that they resulted in, in imprisonment, and that, and and according to um, the article that I'm reading, they have we have a perception of corruption, which I think I think sums it up well. We have a perception of corruption, like if you asked the general public, they would say yes, our politicians are corrupt. However, we don't necessarily have a lot of evidence about that. In a modern day sense, you've got that pork barreling and, and, and those sorts of, I guess, minor corrupt 
bits and pieces which don't deserve jail time, but we have had um, we have had a history of corruption, but nowhere near as much as as other countries. Like yeah, yeah. The, the big thing is though is is around public interest disclosure. You know, if, if I have a, an interest in thing in, in a thing, and I um, I could be seen to be favouring that thing that I. Oh, I'm going to explain this in a in a really poor way. I'm sorry. Um, the, Just the say big... that it's challenging their English <laughs> skills. There, <you> know? <laughs> well, the, so the important thing is that any time you have an interest in a thing, as a parliamentarian, you can't be seen to be um, promoting that thing that you have an interest in. So the example is the parliamentarian that, for example, might have shares in a mining company that then Mm -hmm. ensures that that mining company is able to uh, go and meet with environmental regulators and have their environmental regulations, um, you know, quashed or, or, uh, you know, uh, not thought of essentially. So, and that, that has happened in the past. It's happened, you know, recently. Is that considered insider trading or only if the person allowing that to happen or, or with knowledge of that happening has money invested in the company? So it's it's considered corruption, um, yeah. plain, plain and simple. Essentially, it's it is. Um, I have an interest that I have not disclosed. So this, it's one thing to say. Yeah. Uh, it's one thing if I, as a parliamentarian, for example, have uh, have shares in a company, and I uh, go ahead and I tell the environment. You know, in that example, I go ahead and I um, I tell both the head of that mining company, sorry, I just hit my microphone. <laughs> I go ahead and tell the uh, the head of the mining company as well as I go and tell the parliament, hey, I have interest in this in this mining company. Yeah. Um, therefore, I recuse myself from all discussions on the mining company and how it might get its approvals, etc. It's another thing to facilitate the approvals because of your position of, uh, of privilege. There was so a, there was a think, few guys doing that, wasn't there, in the news yeah, recently? Stuart, Stuart Robert was... <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy managing the um, was it with uh, real estate Centrelink. Yeah, the, the robo debt. The robo ah. debt. The guy, the guy who's managing the COVID safe app. Mm. Um, <laughs> he uh, he he did it. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's people happen. like Stuart Robert in our poli- in our political life who who you just wouldn't be surprised if they, if there was something going on. You know, you if they came out, you'd be like, yeah, okay, I sort of saw the writing was on the wall there. Yeah. But it's possible that it's also not there, you know, that it's possible that we're just sort of projecting onto them. Um, I, yeah. The, the big thing for me is that I don't want to, um, you know, leave your listeners with the perception that Australia is an overtly um, uh, uh, corrupt country because it's, it's, it's fundamentally not. Yes. Um, I, I think... Corruption exists in in every uh, institution, whether it be a private institution or a governmental or a public institution. I I think fundamentally uh, the way that Australia deals with corruption is appropriate. Um, I think we have the appropriate mechanisms. You know, we we should have... um, and maybe down the track we will have a federal version of uh, what some states, uh, some states like New South Wales as a... The ICAC, yes, the um, uh, essentially an organisation that uh, both investigates and persecutes uh, any time they, they find corruption. Um, and, and at some stage, we will have a federal version of that. But I, I, I feel like, um, and you know, this Jake is, and I this will is be me. starting one if you're in. <laughs> This is this is me, the guy who's been uh, you know We've loves big and plans for the podcast for a long time. Exactly, we'll be doing the federal ICAC uh, down the track. Bring it but, to us. No, hard hitting journalism. Exactly. I, I think, think it works. I think we've got appropriate mechanisms. Yeah, I don't find it overtly corrupt, but I do know that it exists, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
All right, guys, thank you once again so much for joining me in today's episode. I hope you got a little bit out of this episode and learnt a little bit more about Australia, the Australian political environment, everything like that. And don't forget to go and check out The Pouch, the podcast, where you will be able to listen to episodes released every single week from Jake Farwarton and Greg Savage. These guys are both Australian and they're very knowledgeable when it comes to all things Australia, but particularly uh, politics. So, go and check out the podcast, guys. And until next time, I wish you all the best. Bye.